going on, everybody? This is Justin coming to you live from San Diego, California, where it's about uh, 70 degrees during the middle of the day. Getting a little chilly in the afternoon. Uh, we got a packed episode for you guys, though. Um, we run through our sports headlines of the week, maybe just a little bit more headlines intent. Uh, then we get you guys prepped for the most upcoming Gonzaga event this Thursday, Craziness in the Kennel. And we also have a little fun with our Gonzaga Jeopardy uh, game, hosts versus interns. You guys are going to want to tune into that. Um, then we run you guys through our NFL gauntlet update. Who's in first for that just vaunted bottle of alcohol? And lastly, you know, we just close up with what other shit we're watching. So, boys, how are we feeling? Hey, Jay Page, this is Jake in Seattle, where it is not 70 degrees. But despite that, and despite our late film tonight, I'm feeling good, and I'm most importantly feeling confident. Hello, hello, special guest Zane here. Jake, I'm glad that you pointed out it was late. This is what we do on this show. We grind into the wee night hours, but I'm pumped, boys. Every day we get closer and closer to Zag season, so here we go. Craziness in the kettle this week. Let's go, baby. What's going on, gang? This is intern Coop, and gotta say, I'm I'm glad we're back to our you know regular Tuesday schedule. You know, I like to think that Tuesdays were meant for tacos and making fun of Jake's bears. So, uh, with that being said, let's go. What's up, everybody? Intern Dan coming to you from a chilly Los Angeles. When I get home from work, it's like 40 degrees. A little, I'm not I'm not used to this. We will get there though. But it means one thing, one thing only. Cold weather means college basketball is back. We're diving right into it tonight, so let's go. Also, Jeopardy, going to be electric, of course, in honor of the great Alex Trebek. What up, what up? It is intern Zambi coming at you live here from Boys, Boys, Lots of Toys After Dark. As opposed to Dan, I have my window open with the fan on, so I'm ready to rock, sock, and Jayhawks, both on the field and in Jeopardy. Humming, babe. Wow, wild move that Dan ha- or that Zambi has the uh, window open with a 43 degree temperature right here in Seattle tonight. <laughs> Hypothermia. Yeah. Well, hey, good to see you all tonight. Yep, love the regular Tuesday scheduling. I love the boys, boys, lots of toys after dark. Credit to Zambi. But let's dive into the headlines for the week. All right, let's do it. This one has got to be my favorite headline I've read yet. For the first time in program history, the Gonzaga Bulldogs are ranked preseason number one in the AP Top 25. Oh, that just feels so good to hear you say it. I mean, we've been, we've, what, we've pretty much carried the number one ranking for the entire summer. We dipped a bit to like three when Petrusev left, but then everyone came to their senses. They're like, wait, this is still the best team in college basketball. So I'm glad they took the time, they counted all the votes, made sure all the absentees were in, and we edged out Baylor by one vote, baby. Zach's number one. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't be more pumped. I think Dan uh, either tweeted it or sent it in a text to us this week. We've done it all at this point here at Gonzaga. There is one thing left on our bucket list as Zags fans, and that's a natty, babe. This is just another step in the right direction. Absolutely. Uh, and, and just to go off of that, you know, I think us Zags, we're used to getting everyone's best shot in the WCC, but with this preseason number one, we're getting every team's best shot, boys. And uh, it's going to be a hell of a year. I can just, I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. 
and uh, I'm excited to get it started this Thursday. And you know that obviously when this came out, there was hatred from all over the country, people doing their same old Gonzaga takes, flooding the timeline. I saw a nice retweet from Jay Page from this guy named Mike Francis saying, it's wild that Gonzaga can literally play nothing but high school teams every year and still get top five rankings. <laughs> Little does Mike know what the schedule is. We've talked about it a lot on this podcast. We got the likes of Kansas, Auburn, Baylor, Iowa, Tennessee. Mike, not the year for that take. Nation, you're on notice. The Zags are number one to start. We're going to be number one at the end of it, too. Well, I like I liked that you brought up those teams, Dan, because Baylor is number two. Iowa is number five. Kansas is number six. And Tennessee is number 12. Not to mention Auburn, who has a good argument to be ranked as well. We'll see. We'll find out later on. We're playing all those teams in the first four weeks of the season. So get that crap out of here. Yeah, not not the year for that tired take, Mike. I will I will say on Mike's behalf that I think he did the first time I've ever seen on Twitter somebody actually walk back their take when Dan presented the evidence. Very apologetic, said, "You're right. Hand up. I was wrong. You were right." I think Twitter needs more of that. So good for you, Mike. It was absolutely instantaneous, too. I tweeted this at 12.29. Mike replied at 12.30. It was great. <laughs> hey, one, one small step for humanity, right? You love to see it. Damn. Uh, intern, intern damn dropping bodies on the timeline. <laughs> I will say, while he did concede that Twitter war with Dan there, I saw him chirping at, like, uh, the Zagaholic, uh, Josh. I also saw him going at the Free Ira Brown podcast. I don't think he's over it. I think he just wanted to get out of that one. He just got put into a body bag in. Oh, it's a tactical retreat. Mm. Mike's <laughs> a slippery fellow. He found out Dan was former kennel board president and just backed oh. out of that room immediately. Scared. You don't step up to the kennel board like that. They, they, they'll line up in their windbreakers and they'll be like, knock it off. <laughs> I'm serious, guys. Cooper, did you have anything? Yeah, just a, a quick question. Has there been a team that was, that started as the preseason number one that finished as national champions? There absolutely has to be. Oh, yes. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I think so that Anthony Davis, Kentucky team, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that team. That's the first one. Sure. Yeah, I, wanted, I definitely wanted to say that we'd be the first to do that. You think I Bill and Yeah, Bill Nova like three years ago, I think. Yeah. That, that I bet you to say that in the team. 50s and like 60s, a lot UCLA. of those like, – those teams always won. Oh, yeah. But I think that was before the Associated Press was a thing. Oh. So, oh. AP Top 25, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's it's definitely not a long list. But, uh, hey, if we're, if we're winning that thing in the end, I don't care what list we're on. Fun fact, the only team that has won the national championship without being in the preseason Top 25 AP poll, that UConn? is Kimball Walker's. Or yep. Kimba Walker's Yukon Huskies. Jake, bring in the heat tonight. Oh, yeah. This was literally my research. I love like it. Thesis project. Yeah. Side nice. note, side note, highlight of the uh, AP Top 25, not a single other WCC team. even. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, well, that's a bummer. We want the WCC to uh, get some love here. I I'll love tell Miami's. you. No matter what, I can't ever like even root for BYU. Even to bring the WCC up for Gonzaga's sake, I still can't do it. Come on. 
I would take BYU like ranked like 23. Nah, cool. nah. Any, literally any other school can be ranked anything. <laughs> Give me a ranked San Francisco. Yes, yes. There you go. Well, yeah, so Dags, number one team in the country. We will get a great look at what we're working with coming up on Thursday. That's a little tease for you. We'll dive into the craziness coming up. But moving on to headline number two, without a doubt, the best weekend of the college football season so far. And the headliner, two storied programs going at it down to the wire. And we're not talking about Notre Dame Clemson. We're talking about the miracle that happened to the empty Coliseum when the USC Trojans rallied from down 13 with under three minutes to go to knock off Chris Zamblin and the Sun Devils. Zamblin, any response? Uh, I have no comment at this time. Zane Zane knows what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was, it was quite, quite the uh, 9 a.m. kickoff for, for Zamblin and I, it was a wild morning to say the least. Um, it was terrible for USC fans, even with the win. I, I think I told you guys afterwards that it has to be the worst win I've ever experienced as a fan. Even when we won, even with like the dramatic fashion we won, it sucked. Every minute of that game sucked. Um, and so I have zero expectations for USC going forward. But back to Zamblin and my morning, we, everyone was aware of the Hot Wings Challenge. Shout out to Zambi, the guy absolutely tanked through the first five wings the the black death got him this time the black torpedo of death absolutely killed him jake you're lucky you are lucky we had we showed mercy to you oh oh come on now they're they're gonna say oh it's a tougher league now that's just not the case (laughs) that was was the the best that's ever done it mitch penny scraped off some of the black hot sauce at the end poor zamblin i i don't want to yeah, I don't want to give too much information away, um, but let's just say piece a piece of the chicken that he ate and consumed and swallowed later was found in the bathroom <laughs> of my apartment. God, you hate to see that. I cleaned it up. I <laughs> hate to see that. One one finishing touch on, on SC before we transition into other stuff. Uh, I was ready. I was with Zane. I was ready to punt on this season. I was ready to accept its college basketball season. And uh, then Keaton Slovis reeled me back in. So now I'm ready to be heartbroken. Uh, we lasted one week, but next week uh, we're, we're at Arizona on Saturday. We'll see what happens. But in all honesty, there is no doubt that the college game of the year so far was Notre Dame Clemson with the Fighting Irish pulling it off in double overtime, thrilling fashion. And I think cementing themselves as a almost a lock to get in the playoff. Um, I mean, Dan, I think you said it. Uh, Coop and I were texting back and forth the entire night. I think we were in like, we were texting each other just individually. Then we had like three different group chats. <laughs> it's vaguely related to the Notre Dame game with other people. So, oh boy, it was diagnosed. Uh, how was your hard pressure during that game, Coop? Man, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever been more dialed into a Notre Dame game uh, in my 16 plus years of being a fan, I mean, it was just from start to finish, just a crazy good game. And yeah, I don't think you can ask for much more and big win for the Irish, but a bigger win for my wallet. So I'm also, and, and I know that people say it's, well, Trevor Lawrence wasn't there, you know, that's true. Trevor Lawrence wasn't there. So maybe we didn't beat number one Clemson, but we probably beat number five Clemson or number four Clemson. I mean, uh, I think, that DJ ukulele guy 
basically <laughs> a second coming of Cam Newton. I mean, the dude six five is throwing darts the whole game. So I don't think if like Trevor Lawrence steps in, he's doing that much more. Coop, coop. That's a bad take, buddy. You, it, this oh, guy is not Cam Newton. Trevor Lawrence is like is the best quarterback in college football. The guy was like twenty four for like thirty for like 400 yards and two touchdowns. There's like, a lot more to being like the the guy on the football team than just throwing the ball and getting yards. Trevor Lawrence's presence is a big thing. I, I side way more with Jake on this. It's I not, think, it's not I the think we're one. focusing on the wrong quarterback. We should be appreciating Ian Book with not only the minute like 95-yard touchdown drive to send it to overtime, but then scoring two touchdowns against the Clemson defense in overtime to seal the deal. Like – He's always been kind of talked about. He's like, oh, Ian Book, you know, I think I can't remember. Coop, was did you who said it? He's the Alex Smith of college quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, the guy, you know, he'll he he tries to play mistake free football, but he's not going to, you know, he's not going to make those throws downfield. But he but did. I think I think he proved us wrong. I mean, yeah. he, is this his like Joe Flacco's like Ravens Super Bowl season? You know, what I mean, where he just goes off. Question, question for you two. I, I know I talked to Coop after the game just to get his reaction. Um, and he said that this was like the best win he's ever seen uh, from a Notre Dame football team. Is that where you are at as well, Jake? Uh, definitely. Like it's, it's kind of embarrassing to think back about like all the ranked team. It's like we usually beat people who we should, but we we don't often beat higher ranked teams and like it just always felt like I, I felt like Clemson was just going to pull away by like 17 at like any time but this was like the most complete win this is definitely the best I've seen Notre Dame look and I'm all all in perfect right where we want you it was pretty damn impressive. And you, you talk about Ian Book, too, just like the way that he bounced back from that fumble through the end zone when it looked like that was going to be as close as Notre Dame was going to get. And then, uh, like you said, to, to, to lead that touchdown drive, that was special. Trevor Lawrence, I think the difference in that game is that second overtime, I think Trevor Lawrence would have been able to get out of pressure a little bit better, and DJ just got swarmed. But nonetheless, huge win for Notre Dame. That's, uh, and then one last shout-out, that defensive line holding – Eddie to 28 yards that that they probably should be MVP because I mean, we just forced the freshman quarterback to win it, which he almost did, but that D line was frightening. I mean, when they were just all over DJ in that, in that second overtime, that was, that was wild. So yeah, moving on uh, from that one, I think we all want to see that rematch Notre Dame Clemson, hopefully ACC championship, Trevor Lawrence back in the mix. Our final headline, this is big news, uh, a milestone, some might say, amongst our BB Lock community. Uh, one of us will be welcoming in a new life to take care of, and uh, it's Chris Zamblin. Zamblin's got a puppy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that is correct. I pulled the trigger this morning, put down a $200 deposit, and uh, come uh, 2021... I will be having a Havanese puppy. For those of you who don't know, Havanese, they're basically Cuban circus dogs. They got hops. The bitches love them. And they're not that much to take care of. So it'll give Pangos a running for, for his money on the dog of the podcast. But I Wait, Zamblin, be- is, this, 
Is this the dog with like the little pom pom looking thing? I uh, I mean I think it depends on <laughs> on whoever cuts the hair. Is the this dog. the dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Are they not adorable? Oh <laughs> my god. Zambi walking this thing down Green Lake, just cruising for girls. That's all he's going to do during the summer. Uh, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not worried. Do we have uh, name ideas yet, Zambi? Um, I have a few. I was thinking, so with it being from Cuba, I'm thinking more tropical. So, uh, Mojo, Ooh. Uh, Mamba, Mambo. Is it a, is it a male, female? Yeah, it's a dude. He's got nuts. Uh, <laughs> I think there's there's that. Um, I was thinking maybe like Hito, like Mojito. But I mean, I have like a month and a half, so I have a lot of time. Maybe Kila, like Tequila. Uh, <laughs> he'll just come running to the kitchen. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Awesome. But, yeah. Say congrats. I always knew that you would be a great father. <laughs> thankfully it's not a kid to start off with so <laughs> you're that lady he doesn't have a kid but he's willing in the future oh dude he has a new pad new pup like and a raw dog lady oh he's... oh 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 <laughs> all righty well, sports headline segment uh let's transition over to the Gonzaga basketball portion, I think the main attraction for this episode. Craziness in the kennel this Thursday. Boys, how are we feeling about it? I mean, I'm just feeling excited. Like, we are going to watch Gonzaga basketball players playing on a basketball court live in two days. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I mean, the honestly, I don't really care what it they look like on the court, like as far as like if they actually play well. I'm just excited to see like the tricky trio in an actual Gonzaga uniform. I'm excited to see Ballo like actually play on the court at a higher level. I, I can't wait for this. I need this so badly. Totally agree. Um so I guess we're just going to run through uh, some predictions for Thursday, some thoughts, matchups, and whatnot. Um, first up, we got three-point contest. Um, who do we think is going to take the cake this year, boys? This is tough. Who Who do you think is even going to compete in it, right? Because It's got to be Kispert. Kispert will be in it. Ayai? Ayai was a solid three-point shooter. He was only like 34%. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Dom Harris. Yeah, Dom, Strothermite. Yeah, uh, Martinez. Um, Can Martinez? Maybe. Not from his we limited minutes, a... but hypothetically, he can. Yeah. We don't really have a stretch here. Aaron Cook. Dan said Aaron Cook. Aaron Cook. Aaron I thought Cook, he's not maybe. a very good three-point shooter. Well, Brandon Clark couldn't shoot the basketball either until he came here. So. Uh... Yeah, but we didn't have him in the three-point contest. <laughs> Yeah, but he's a guard. Could Ryan Woolridge couldn't either. Look at him. Well, everyone left him open for some reason. That that's still the weirdest strategy to me. You're you're gonna be wide open in a three point contest, Jake. 
And so. there's no crowd. There's no pressure. This is going to be the weirdest looking craziness. Does, uh, does Zakharov have range? He got a little like, touch. I'll say this. If Drew Timmy wins, we are be- going undefeated. <laughs> well, I yeah, if our center is a 45% three-point shooter. That'd be solid. So who's your who's your guys' money on? Life's on the line. Who are you betting your money on? Kispert? Got to be Kispert. If, who, would anyone actually pick anyone else? Than I'm going to go Dominic Harris. If I your life he, is on the line? Oh, life on the line. Well, I thought we're just picking, like, <laughs> we got to pick some adversity or else we'll have the LA Lakers to the NBA Finals all over again. Oh, <laughs> which was right, which was correct. <laughs> Not important. We need to create drama. All right, give, uh, us, give us your favorite and then an underdog, Jake. How about that? Okay, Kispert, and then I like Harris. I like that. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, well, Paige. Yeah, okay. I'll go Kispert, and then I'll go Ayayi as an underdog. I, I was going to do the exact same. Kispert, Ayayi was my picks. Great minds think alike. Do the interim pick? No. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Dan, go ahead. Gisbert, Strother. Ooh, I like that. I'm glad someone picked Strother. I'm going, I'm going Kispert and Harris. Kispert, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Boy, we're gonna feel pretty dumb if Jalen Suggs comes out and wins this thing. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's winning the dunk contest. True. Yeah. Well, that's so a good that's segue. Bad. Good segue. Great transition, Jake. Uh, dunk contest right after that. You know, it's it's kind of sad we don't get Brandon Clark's Thunder's dunks anymore, but uh, this year we got some exciting boys. I feel like Kispert might do this one too because he's done it a few years. Um, you know, definitely Suggs. Um, I feel like Marty might get a shot at it. <laughs> oh, Hello. God. Oh, no. I think my mother on Anton with the dunk contest. Anton. Yeah, Anton's Great. a good pick. Great uh, Other than that, though, oh, maybe a little uh, Ballo action. <laughs> I, don't I don't know if he's got the style points. <laughs> no, but just hey, he was doing some 360 dunks and like those little Instagram videos of his. Yeah, uh, that's true. I, I think mean, it would be so cool if Corey Kesper came out, won both contests. That would just be badass. The senior just shuts down all these skilled five-star incoming freshmen, the giant freaking ballo, just shuts them all down and just shows them who the real leader of this team is. That's He's how like, we yeah. did it at Kalispell. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that's Seattle hype train. But, yeah, who do you guys – who's your guys' favorite and then uh, underdog? Um, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to go Suggs as the favorite. And then underdog, um, ooh, this is a tricky one. We honestly have a lot of dunkers this year. I'll go Strother. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I'm gonna go. Ah, ah. Okay, so my favorite man. I think I think Dom Harris could. I've seen some highlights of that dude. I I don't want to say favorite though. That's, think, he did make that sports center like top 10 yeah, in high school. I, I think I'm going to go. Okay. My favorite, because I really want this to happen is going to be Corey Kispert. 
Uh, my underdog is going to be Harrison. Good. That's a good pick. Um, I think I'm going to go favorite, Suggs, underdog, Anton. Ooh, I Ooh. like that. Anton's was, a huge sleeper in this. I could, I could, I didn't even know if Anton would count as a sleeper. Just that guy is an athlete. I think he could be a favorite. <laughs> yeah, I th- I'm, I'm actually regretting not picking him as my favorite. <laughs> oh, nope, you can't, you can't change. <laughs> I, I can change. So. I can change. Oh, no, Give me a chance. But uh, that, I mean, I think it's my turn. So I'm definitely taking Anton, and I'm thinking he's going to do some crazy 360 windmill and. I think his dunk makes ESPN top 10. Calling it right now. Wow. There will be a lot of eyes on this since we are the number one team in the country. And there's literally nothing else. That's a good one. I guess there's AI football and the Masters. My mistake. Yeah, we actually might get buried. (laughs) ESPN top 10. Heard it here first. I like it. I would go Anton as my favorite. Suggs as my underdog. Okay, you can't do Suggs as an underdog. He's a point guard. Have you That's seen true. him? He's yeah. got bounce. He, he's pretty good, but you know. <laughs> I could guard him. I could mark him. No problem. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd probably go with. I want to say Suggs as number one. And then number two. Uh, I'll probably I'll probably go with Harris, even though he's not really that big of an underdog. But those are my top two. This this has to be the most competitive dunk contest Gonzaga has ever had by like a long shot. How how deep do they usually go with contestants? Is it maybe three, three or four? Yeah, usually three. They, then that probably takes Kispert out if he does a three point. He's probably not going to do the dunk. Also. Yeah, they're going to spread the wealth. Yeah, that's true. I think we're gonna regret not making Anton Watson like the overwhelming favorite. I called him the favorite. Yeah, I did too. I will say one fun fact about craziness: um, in the years past, the kennel board president got to like uh, be on the be on the floor and vote for the dunk contest. I didn't get to do that, so it kind of sucked. <laughs> probably, probably a good thing. Probably a good thing. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, moving on. Um, let's talk a little bit of scrimmage boys. And I had a little bit of a thought here. I think we're going to talk matchups, but I was thinking about what would like the best split up of the team be. And I'd really like to see, uh, like the experienced guards go against the tricky trio guards. So Ayayi and Nemhard versus, uh, Suggs and Harris. And then Harris and Suggs would team up with Watson, Kispert and, Timmy, and then on the other side, the experienced guards would get Strother, Ballo, and Zakharov. Boys, what are your thoughts? Okay, wait, wait. Say, say, the, say the sides again. Okay, so team one, Ayayi, Nembhard, Strother, Zakharov, Ballo. Team two, Suggs, Harris, Kispert, Timmy, Watson. Oh man, that team two sounds so freaking good. <laughs> wait, wait, let's switch. Let's switch Strother and Kispert. So, Kispert. so I like I like where your heads at here, but I think it's almost a lose lose situation. I think if the experienced guards just like well, if they if they compete really well, that's a win win. But if the experienced guards just like absolutely work 
those young guys, those freshmen, the tricky trio, that could be like kind of a bad look and maybe they lose a little confidence. If the tricky trio works, the experienced guys, I mean, that's cool because they're going to be really talented, but is that kind of like, oh, like (laughs) these young guys already know they're better than our more experienced guys, but I don't think either of those situations happens because I think it's so even. Um, I would give the edge to the experienced guys, though, just because of experience. Yeah. I don't think experience means a goddamn thing on Thursday. Whoa. (laughs) You know what's crazy? It's like with – when you add Neymar – um, to the equation, like, I mean, just our starting five versus like our five, like off the bench counting Neymar is like, that would be a good game. Like, that's not a that's not a blowout. Neymar's a five star was a five star recruit, right? Right. Yeah. So you would have like two five star point guards against each other, a four star against Joel Yai. Strother and Kispert, that would probably be your biggest edge is Kispert over Strother. Like, yeah. I just don't think Strother can guard him yet. Um, then you'd have Watson on, I guess, Zakharov. Probably there's a big advantage to you. And then the Balo Timmy matchup. Like, oh. that's scary. Oh. Wow. Is this, is this going to be our most competitive game all year? Crazy is the kettle. Tune in. This is, this is the one we could lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'd be pretty funny um yeah i mean overall i'm just excited to see the boys get after i think andy last week said there probably wouldn't be a whole lot of you know real schematic things going on because it's going to be televised nationally but you know just excited to see the guys out there uh getting after it um really want to see i honestly want to see Suggs just kind of off the leash, you know, and just run whatever team he's on and just run. Um, and then I also want to see Balo just block some shots, man. I, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, uh, there's a ahead, lot Dan. to look forward to. Um, for me, honestly, it's going to be so simple, and you guys will laugh at me. This is probably a classic me answer. But I just want to see the camaraderie of the team. I just want to see the guys having a good time, like just competing, getting after it, and just kind of – seeing how much they embrace the young guys and seeing Corey and Joel kind of take control. And uh, I, I just want to see the boys back out there, just guys being dudes. That's all. No, I don't want any camaraderie at all. I want to fight to break out at some point in this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dan, I totally agree with you. I want to see, I want to see our incoming guys. Like I want proof that they're gelling with our more experienced players. I think that would be cool to see Suggs getting to like a little pick and roll with Timmy would just be magical. Um, aside from that, I'm looking at like, I'm looking at our returners that war- haven't been a huge piece for us. Uh, Pavel, Zakharov, I'm looking at him. I'm looking to see if Martinez has changed anything uh, to maybe sneak into our heads more. He's kind of flown under the radar uh, with all the tricky trio. And the biggest thing I'm looking at, I'm looking at that matchup between I'm, I'm praying we see Suggs uh, and Nemhard go at it. Two five-star point guards, uh, you know, recruited as five-star point guards. I mean, that's you – don't, you don't see that in any other, like, preseason scrimmages from any schools. You just don't have two five-star point guard guys going at it on the same team. So, I think that's going to be pretty – it won't be telling, but it'll be fun. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm also hoping a little Colby Brooks dunk. This everyone's like, who the fuck's that kid? Like the walk on, and it's like <laughs> that's my guy, Loyola baby, Loyola. L L L O Y O O O L A. I hated that so much. <laughs> Too many vowels. Hey Zane. We have girls. We have girls. We should chant that at Loyola. <laughs> Loyola's all boys. Okay, can someone uh, mute Dan? That was even worse than the Loyola chants. <laughs> that made sense. Come on, that was good. No, I went to an all-boys school, so uh, yeah, Dan's muted now. Um, no, I'm just moving <laughs> on. Any last thoughts on the scrimmage, guys? Or, uh, I mean, should we roll right into this Gonzaga Jeopardy segment? Well, Coop, Coop was the one who wanted to talk about craziness so badly. So let's. what did you have to say, Coop? I mean, I, I feel like we touched on all the key points. I mean, the one thing I was going to say is I'm kind of excited to see what uh, Anton Watson brings. I feel like in this preseason, everyone's been hyping up Suggs, Kispert, and Timmy, but Watson's kind of flew under the radar, especially coming off an injury. I want to see what he what he's, you know, developed in the offseason. And, yeah, I think it's just going to be all around a good scrimmage. I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah. An interesting point off of that. And I, I wonder if, you know, Timmy would have as much hype if uh, Watson stayed healthy all year last year because uh, he was definitely starting over him and uh, would have definitely taken a lot of his minutes. But let's roll right into this Gonzaga basketball Jeopardy segment. I think Zane and Dan, no, Zane and Coop are hosting it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, Gonzaga Jeopardy is the game tonight in honor of the late, great Alex Trebek, we decided the best way to honor him was the way all Zags do, and that's to incorporate him with our Gonzaga talk tonight. And in doing so, we decided to uh, do a traditional uh, Jeopardy board. I have it on the Zoom for everyone to see. Um, And what we're going to do is split up the teams into two here. We're going to have Paige and Gilman on one team, the team for the hosts, underdogs might I add and we'll have the interns big time upper hand for the interns tonight we have former kennel board president Daniel and Serpy and a lifelong Gonzaga Bulldog Christopher Zamblin um and so Cooper for for this uh his role in this whole thing is going to be basically he is the head judge he is the official if anything gets out of hand Cooper will be the decider um, he'll also be keeping track of who raises their hand first. Um, and I think that's, that's pretty much it. Um, if there's any close calls, Cooper will decide. Um, so a lot of responsibility on, on you tonight, Coop. Can you handle that? I certainly hope so, but I feel like I'm the man for the job. So, <clears throat> all right. And in addition, Oh, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. You kind of cut me off there. So. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> uh, no, but, uh, I'm excited to get, jump into this. Awesome. We do have one um, <laughs> daily double on the board. Ooh, baby. Ooh, um, and so baby. I'll let you know when that I, there's not, there's going to be no like symbol. I've just memorized which one it is. So if I forget, <laughs> there'll be no daily doubles, but if, if I remember, we'll have one. All right. And um, Oh, go ahead, Jake. Are we going to mention the, the caveat where if one person answers wrong, how the other team gets a chance? Yes, Jake. Why don't you go ahead and just, explain that uh since you actually explained it to me 
Okay, thank you. Uh, as a professional trivia player uh, on ESPN too, you and I have, I have a lot of experience in this. So to make it a, a more team game, so like normal Jeopardy, whoever buzzes first has to answer by themselves. If that person gets it wrong, however, the other team will have about a 10 second period to talk amongst themselves and decide upon an answer. So answer too quick, you could give the opponent an easy chance for points. Back to you, Zane. Nice, nice. And, and just for, for the sake of it, can you guys raise your hands right now? That way Cooper can we can make sure Cooper can see them. Wait, what? we decided we're going to just type a letter into the chat. Oh, okay, Coop. So you're on it. Coop, you're going to call out who is the first person, all right? My chat, my chat box is up. We're, all right. We're operating at full speed. Great. Then let's kick it off, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start with the underdogs. Uh, Sir Justin Page. The, the five categories we have tonight. Gonzaga oh. history. Then we have NCAA tournament, followed by current team. That will be followed by study abroad. And finally, Gonzaga pop culture. Justin Page, the floor is yours. All righty. Well, why don't we start it off with, um, let's do current team 100. Current team 100. In just 26 total minutes last year, this current player led Gonzaga in three-point shooting percentage in the 2019-2020 season. Jake. Uh, who is Matthew Lang? In oh! oh! Hey, hold up. Since he got it wrong, we're supposed to get a chance. That is correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're over one. <laughs> Minus 100. This is That's good, good, good stuff, guys. Good we're stuff. Off, we're off to a rearing. So Jake, Jake and uh, Justin will be team one. So minus 100. <laughs> Sorry, Paige. Minus 100 for the host. Damn, that is the... That's the 100 question right there. This is hey, hey, sorry. Come on, boys. This is how we do it. All, All right. right. So now it is to uh, Sir Christopher Zamblin. Uh, let's go NCAA tournament 100. NCAA tournament 100. Gonzaga has participated in every single NCAA tournament since this magical season. We got Zambi. Zambi got it first. Hey, it's uh, 99. Yes, it 99 is. 99 is correct. Hey, Zambi, cheers that, baby. 100. Uh, All right. Dan getting angry. His team got to pick. All right. Now, uh, Zambi got that right. So, Zambi will get to – Zamblin's team will get to go again. So, we'll let Dan pick this time. Let's keep it right here in the NCAA tournament. Uh, yeah, let's go down the board. 200. 200. With just under a minute to play in the 2017 – uh, game against West Virginia University. Jordan Matthews drained what is arguably considered the biggest shot in Gonzaga basketball history. Just seconds before, this player blocked what should have been an easy layup for West Virginia, giving Jordan Matthews the chance to make this legendary three-pointer. Uh, Jake. Who is Josh Perkins? That is correct. 200 points to team one. And look at that. You're back. Tied it up. Tied it up, Paige. That's it, baby. All righty. Go ahead. Uh, so who picked first for your team last time? I think it was Paige. So, Jake, we'll let you go ahead. 
Uh, let's switch over to study abroad for 100, please. Study abroad for 100. This player is largely considered Gonzaga's first modern, real international star recruited by Tommy Lloyd. We got Dan. Who is Roni Turioff? That is correct, Daniel and Serpy. I'm babe. 100 points for team two. And the pick is to Christopher Zamblin. Um, well, I will say this. You spelled Roni wrong. Um, <laughs> let's go Gonzaga history for 100. <laughs> that's, that's minus that's 100 points. <laughs> minus 100 points for team two. You said Gonzaga history for 100? Yeah. <laughs> Gonzaga history for 100. This is the lone WCC team to have never beaten a Mark Few-led Gonzaga basketball team. Uh, Zambi. <clears throat> uh, Pacific. That is correct. Pacific University is the answer. Never beaten a Mark Few-led basketball team. That's a lot of games, boys. That's a lot of games. <laughs> All right. And the pick is to Dan. One one note, Zambi. Let's make sure we're saying what is, who is, where is, all that. Oh my god! Yeah. Did, did we get... put Dan as the official for the show? <laughs> did I miss something? I'm just saying. You Alex got something Trebek... to say every single question. Alex Trebek would want us to play this the right way, so we're gonna say what is and all that good stuff. All right, moving on. Uh, NCAA tournament for 300, please, Zane. NCAA for 300 in the 2017 national championship game. This player led Gonzaga in points scored. 15 rebounds, nine and assists, six. Uh, Jake, who is Nigel Williams Goss? Who is correct? Ooh, what? Well done, Jake. That is 300 points. You have taken the lead, sir. Oh boy. Oh, yeah. The pick Keep is to page. page. Uh, to Gonzaga Pop Culture 100, huh? Gonzaga pop culture 100. Let me just tell you, this is what Cooper and I devised today. Oh, we spent God. a lot of hours on this section. Yeah, baby. Oh, Gonzaga man. pop for 100. Special guest Zane once usurped this former Gonzaga basketball player to become interim Kappa Sigma fundraising chair. Dan. Who is Angel Nunez? Who is correct? Well done. That was the scariest day of my life. Coop, can I, can I, can everyone, I feel like everyone should have to put their hands on the screen. That way we can make sure they're not typing before. Uh, oh, good point. That's a good point. Everyone has that's to like, be up. Yeah, yeah, right here. Everyone's up the hands. whole time. Oh, Everyone's field goal. Field goal. The field goals are up. Uh, Who's good at this? All right. Oh, Get typed up. Oh, do you All see right. what Zambi did? He tilted his screen down so his hands are closer. <laughs> Zambi, I looks... you have to see your face too. See the face, Dude, Zambi. That's see the bullshit. face. Tilt it back, Zambi. I call the... collusion. <laughs> we're moving on. We're moving on to keep the audience at home updated on the score. We are tied at 400 right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, going to take forever. This is the great. Pick <laughs> is to Zamblin, I think, right? Uh, Gonzaga history, 200. Gonzaga history for 200. It was this year that Gonzaga qualified for its first ever NCAA tournament appearance. And what is 1995? 
What is correct? Well done. Good job, Dan. You said not to look at Wikipedia. I found that on Wikipedia today, baby. So I know. That is literally the only question I took from Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, got, you guys are going to have to keep me accountable. Dan, remember that you're team two. We got team two up 600. Interns got 600. Uh, hosts. Oh, wait. I can look at this. Wow. Look at this. I can just type it in right here. Oh, that is magical. Technology is truly amazing. Wow. That's <laughs> going to make it way easier. So we got hosts at uh 400 right now interns at 600 moving along the pick is to dan uh let's go ncaa tournament for four ncaa tournament for 400 this gonzaga basketball head coach led the zags to their first ncaa uh tournament in the 1995 season man who is dan fitzgerald who is correct? Wow. Dan is really putting on for the squad right now. Score is hosts 400, interns 1,000. Christopher, the pick is to you. Um, let's go pop culture to hundo. Pop culture to hundo. Gonzaga head basketball coach Mark Few made a special cameo in this popular television show. Nobody? Nobody? The correct answer is American Dad. What? It is, it is what? where the son in that show, he had a little picture, and the picture was with Mark Few saying Gonzaga bound. What? Huh. Really? Wow. <laughs> Boy, you yeah. know. Well, look at that. What an enlightening experience that is. Yeah. Can you guys see my screen right now? Is, yeah. there, is it still stuck on that? Right yep. here. No, what? what? Yep. How, how random is that? Yeah. Wow. That was, that, was, 200? that was a hard one. <laughs> yeah, the values on this seem a little interesting here. So no one will get points there. Um, so I, we stick we stick with the interns. We're still, yeah. Uh, I think it's so Zambi. it'll be it'll be to Zambi. Um oh no, it's me. It should be me, right? Yeah. Sorry. That's what I thought. All right, let's go uh, Zag's history for three. Zag's history for three hundred. This former Gonzaga player is currently ranked second among all division one college basketball players for his career free throw percentage during his time at Gonzaga at just over 92%. Let's see your hands, boys. Let's see your hands. During his senior season, this former Zag shot a whopping 96% from the free throw line, which also places him at second all time for single season free throw percentage leaders. Jake. Who is Matt Santangelo? Incorrect. Fuck. Shit. Zambi, do we think we know here? Or are we gonna Are we gonna pass? I think we play it safe. I have a few people in my head, but I don't want to risk it for three hundred. I think we play it safe. Yeah. Play it safe is not the answer. Ravio. Oh. I would have said Pango. So I'm yeah. glad I didn't do that. What would we my have done page. for a free throw shooter who could shoot in the '90s? Oh my god. That's uh, not anymore. That was host. in the 90s. No, 90s, 90%. 90%. 90%. 90%. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, no, oh, so the hosts actually lose 300 there. Hosts are currently at 100, interns at 1,000, covering the spread cleanly right now. But we only have big numbers left, basically. Uh, the pick is to yeah. Zambi. Still got the board. Um, let's go NCAA 500. NCAA 500. Big spender. 
On March 21st, 2009, this Zag buried a game-winning shot in front of a largely pro-Gonzaga crowd at the Portland Rose Garden against Western Kentucky to avoid an unthinkable upset and send the Zags to the Sweet 16. Uh, Zambi, did you... Was that you? Yeah. Okay. It was Dimitri Goodson. That is correct. That 500 is to the interns. Zambi, that was huge. I couldn't find Let's my go. chat window. It was buried behind Jeffrey. <laughs> All right. Boy, the hosts really need to pick it up here. We're going to skip the introductions to keep this segment moving along. Uh, is the pick to Zambi or Dan? It's me. Let's go uh, Zach's history for four. Zach's history for 400. On February 19th, 2015, this Gonzaga basketball player scored a total of 45 points against Pacific University, who has never beaten a Mark Few-led Gonzaga team, placing him third on the all-time single-game scoring list at Gonzaga. Dan jumped the gun. So if anyone else put something, they get I pulled back, though. I pulled back. Oh. Are we, are we no. giving a shot? Kazami. Yeah, Paige gets a shot. Dan jumped the gun. Well, I was before Paige. I didn't even type. Coop, who is it? Coop. Uh, I have Jake. Uh, so, wait, can I answer? What? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he said Jake. Jake has a four. Who is Kyle Wilcher? Who is correct? Big point oh, for the hosts right there. Ladies and gentlemen, hosts currently have 500. Interns have 1,500 leading by 1,000. Big numbers left on the board. I think it's to Jake, right? Uh, yes, let's do current team for 200. Current team for 200. This current player played alongside former Gonzaga legend Kevin Pangos at Zalgarias Kaunas before attending Gonzaga University. Page. Uh, who is Martinez Arlauskas? Who is correct? Host there it is, on baby. a little bit of a run here. Host Make a little run, baby. Let's go. Let's see two. Come on. All right. Pick two, J Page. Uh, let's do current team 300. Current team 300. In high school, this current player set the Hoop Hall Classic scoring record, stunning viewers and recruiters with a total of 51 points in a single game. Coop, the suspense. Coop. Um, <laughs> I have Paige first. All righty. Uh, I'm going to go with my gut here. Uh, who is Julian Strother? Big time. God, yes. Nice job, Paige. <laughs> you can see it. Dan sweating right now. He's getting nervous. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a 500-point game right now. Hosts, 1,000. Interns, 1,500. The pick is to Jake. Uh, let's keep the category. Current team, 400. Current this team, is your guys' wheelhouse, no doubt. 400. Oh. This current Zag helped lead Monteverde Academy in a, uh, to a high school national championship with a monstrous 13 total assists in the championship game. Uh, Jake. Who is Pavel Zakharov? Who is incorrect? Oh, my God. Zambi, we got this. Who is Florida transfer Andrew Nemhard? Oh, Who is correct. Oh, babe, let's oh, go. When I, when I typed that question, I knew that would get someone. <laughs> How many assists? Jake, you thought Pavel had 13 
dimes come on man it's high school it's true it is high school it is high school uh to the team interns who is picking right now uh, i think it's zambi zambi the pick is yours um only because i think i know what you're gonna ask for this question gonzaga history 500 gonzaga history 500 on december 13th 2003 Gonzaga participated in a neutral court game at Key Arena that would later become an annual event known as the Battle in Seattle. The event marked the first time that a regular season Gonzaga basketball game was broadcast nationally on CBS Sports. Gonzaga beat this number three ranked team in the first ever Battle in Seattle. Oh, that's got to be Dan, right? Dan, yeah. Who is Missouri? Who is Correct. Big points for the interns there. Taking a commanding lead. Interns, 2,400 hosts, 600. Out of babes and beat. The pick is to Dan. Uh, Let's go. Let's get rid of current team. Current team, 500. Current team, 500. This current Zag led Gonzaga in free throw percentage in the 2019-2020 season. Page. Oh, wait, sorry. No, Dan got it. I didn't type shit. Oh, I have you. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, your scoring is is questioning me now. Oh, there's a flag on the play. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then Paige. All righty. Oh, who is? Oh, shoot. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Three. Incorrect. Uh, Zambi, what do we think? Um, I'm thinking this is 500. Don't be please. soft. All right, I th- I think I know. I think I know. Go ahead, Dan. Who is Joel Yai? That's who what is? I was gonna say. Correct. <laughs> yes. <fucking> oh <laughs> boy, we we have we might a, be in trouble, Paige. We have we have a blowout in the making, ladies Big and gentlemen. Time. Let's go. Interns, two thousand nine hundred hosts, one hundred. <laughs> uh, Zambi, I believe the pick is to you. Uh, let's go pop culture three hundred. We got a daily double. Daily double. Uh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Risk it all or you're soft. Be careful with the wager. I'm not good at this stuff. This is not my wheelhouse. <laughs> Zambi, what would you like to wager? Quickly, please. All right. Let's see. 18, 21. Um, let's go 150. <laughs> wow. That is the softest move. That is no, no, they have to do a thousand. Yeah. We make we make the rules here. That is horrible. Oh, you have to do at least a thousand. That is the softest thing I've ever. Oh. All right, a thousand. Sure, let's go. All right, Dan said a thousand. Thousand points on the line. Fuck off. Who makes the rules? Get that bullshit hundred out of here. We have a good time out. Time out. Since it's a daily double, only we get to answer it. Correct. Yes, that is correct. Only okay. you guys get to answer it. And uh, we should team up. Yeah, you guys get. I'll give you ten seconds to discuss. Beautiful. Let's go. One thousand on the line. Gonzaga pop culture three hundred. On January 31st, 2015, several members of the BB lot dressed as bananas for a nationally televised Gonzaga basketball game, for which they were later featured on ESPN's website homepage. Who did Gonzaga beat decisively in this game? Okay, it's a conference game. Um, It would have been 
I, I want to say it was BYU because someone was talking shit. I want to say St. Mary's. I want to say St. Mary's. Okay. Answer now. Yeah. Who is St. Mary's? Who is incorrect? That is minus 1,000. Oh, oh we're back in it, Paige. <laughs> this was a big surprise to me. Memphis. Dude, that's what I fucking thought. But if you it was like a weird off, we, we pet him in like well, uh, well, it's it's during conference season. I mean, that was an educated guess at least. I literally oh. have a plaque from being the first tent. <laughs> so you guys are at. Uh, well, then you, uh, you should have you should have overruled me. I'm sorry. The oh. current score is host 100. That was a interns, great question. One thousand nine hundred. I need to open another drink. All right. The question is to uh, to is it to the host now? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, they get the board. All right. <laughs> oh, is it Paige or I? I can't remember. We'll go with you, Jake, since you're already talking. <laughs> okay, let's do study abroad for 500. Oh, mm. all right. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I really liked this question. Study abroad for 500. In 1957, this 72 20 year old Frenchman, oh. nicknamed the Eiffel Rifle, stepped on Gonzaga's campus for the very first time after being recruited by then-renowned scout Jim McGregor. In February 1958, he scored 50 points on 20 field goals against Whitworth and averaged 14.5 points per game as a freshman. Unfortunately, he played just two seasons with the Zags before returning home to France due to homesickness. Cricket's in the chat right now. Ridiculous question. One. The correct you know answer is my hands are. Jean-Claude Levoubois. Uh, of course, Jean-Claude Levoubois. <laughs> oh, how could I forget? You guys that don't remember good. the Eiffel Rifle? <laughs> Jesus. That's a hell of a nickname. Bro. That is a hell of a nickname. It's like a porn yeah, star. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. We're sticking oh. with the host. Uh, go ahead, Justin. All righty. Uh, study abroad, 200. Study abroad for 200. Quickly after the mid-game cancellation of the Armed Forces Classic against Pittsburgh due to a slippery playing court, Tommy Lloyd made a short trip to offer this international recruit a scholarship to play at Gonzaga University. Jake. Who is Rui Hachimura? Who is correct. Points for the host. Much needed points, might I add. The current score, host 300, interns 1,900. The question or the pick is to Gilman. Let's do study abroad 300. Study abroad 300. Gonzaga has players, has had players from this many countries around the world, excluding the U.S. This is a trap question. (laughs) I'm not guessing this. Well, you guys have to or else statistically you lose if we don't answer any other questions. No, because it's you. Final Jeopardy. You can final Jeopardy. Uh, Whatever. I don't watch Jeopardy. Three, two, one. The answer is 17 countries. Damn. I was I want, thinking 11. That's that, was, that was a baiting question. That was a baiting question. Probably got, a 500-pointer. I got to about eight in my head. Paige, the pick is to you. Uh, 400. Study abroad. Study abroad. 400. How many current Zags in the NBA were former international recruits based on their nationality to which they identify? Uh, Paige. Uh, I'm going to go with three. Incorrect. Oof. That's what I was going to say. I got nothing. The correct answer is 
Four, Brandon Clark, Canada. Kelly Linick, Canada. Oh, Rory Hutchmore, Japan. Oh. DeMontis Sabonis, Lithuania. Wow, that's that's ridiculous. I should have got that. That was a pretty easy 400, might I add. Um, the pick is to the intern team. Oh, and I think the host lose points there. Yeah. Where's the negative? Pop culture for four. Pop culture for 400. This former Gonzaga basketball player is mentioned in a current top five, 50 song. Uh, Jake. Who is John Stockton? Who is correct? Oh, a much yeah. needed. Oh, shit. Yeah, they named the song. The song, What's Poppin'? Yeah, what's Poppin'? Brand new thing just happened. <laughs> Coop, can just you sing your Oh, there. Okay, you got it. There you go. All right. That means, Jacob Gilman, you are forced to pick 500. Let's see Gonzaga Pop Culture 500. Gonzaga Pop Culture 500. Kurt score host 300. Interns 1,900. BB Lot podcast favorite, Abe Eagle, the Beagle, wears this number on his jersey. What the f- Not worth it. Not worth it. Oh, God. I remember seeing a tweet about this. Did anyone go? Three, two. Jake went. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Jake. Did you go? Uh, I'm trying. This no, no, no. Very- this oh, is I not the way this is played. What? What is two. 10? No, what is God, incorrect? No. 30. 30. That's what I was going to say. I didn't, I didn't want it, though. I didn't want it. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, I got, we still have to do the final. Oh, I, I vote that they have to wager all their points. It, I vote that we would still lose. Dan, you're not the teacher. Technically, if the hosts uh, wagered negative $200, they could only lose money. But if we get it wrong intentionally, we would lose negative 200 and be up at zero. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, how do we go about this then? Coop, you're the judge. Your word is final. I, I'd say you put it on the line. All or nothing. All right. All right. It's all on the line that's here. That's not the way it works. Too it's late. That's, the, that's the way it is. If that's well, what we're doing here, then sure. I, all right. Whatever. We're the here, intern, Coop, or, or here is the category. Well, Cooper's an intern, too. Here is the category. Starting lineup. Please place your wagers, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, I can't see the screen. Can people see yeah, something? Yeah, all I see is a white line. Don't, yeah, no, but, there, is, there is no prompt on the screen for this one. Well, oh. we, can't, we can't place our wagers. Decide I thought, yeah, you told us we the prompt. Come out. If you guys are in the negative, isn't this over? Yeah, you, hey. you guys won, but we might as well keep doing we it. We have to do this. Okay, let's just do it then for fun. We won. Let's just, let's just do All it. All right. You have 10 seconds to answer this question. I will put the timer up on the screen. Zambi, I'm chatting just you. Okay. Send you the DMs. The question is, what is the sum of the jersey numbers for the most commonly predicted Gonzaga starting five for this upcoming season. Ooh. <laughs> the what? <laughs> so you take all the starting five's jerseys numbers and then you add them together. Time. This is unbelievable. Um. <laughs> Jesus. Does anyone have anything? We're, we're crunching numbers. You had to give more time than that. That's insane. 
Hang on, hang on, hang on. Also, are, are we sure that no one's Googling anything? Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. That's why we can't do too much time. True. All right, I got it. Zambia and I have an answer. What is the answer? This is to lose all your money. Yes, to lose all my money that we are up by. Okay. <laughs> my answer is 60. Your answer is correct. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, hey, wow. Let's go. And the, the interns board. absolutely <laughs> assassinate the hosts <laughs> in Gonzaga Jeopardy. Uh, hosts, before we let the uh, interns boast a little bit, what, what do you guys have to say for yourself? Well, I think, you know, they definitely had a, a leg up in uh, in Gonzaga lore, but I don't think it's close in current Zags. I think we had a lot of momentum going before my partner got a little mixed up with the Montverde question. It's all right. I don't fault him. That was a heartbreaker. That was tough. We had, I think, three in a row. It's all right. It's all right. right. You, know, think, you know, I think I, I, I put our uh, knowledge on the current team up with the best of them, but – you know, we'll go back to the chalkboard and uh, we'll learn from it. Excellent, excellent. And I will say, you know, uh, we might have lost, but we played bravely. Uh, I don't want to call uh, Dan and Zambi's style pussyfooted, but, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we, well, uh, I, I would like we to think. We a thousand on our daily double when we were already killing In you. all seriousness, in all seriousness, congratulations. They are both a wealth of Gonzaga knowledge. I would like to thank the host team for not interrupting too often. Um, I don't want to say anyone else did, but there were, you two were definitely a delight to host for. Uh, now to the interns. Oh, Dan, are you are you interrupting again, Dan? Zamblin, why don't you why don't we let Zamblin get a word into? I think Zambia has a floor here. Yeah, well, I mean, first and foremost, I think me and Dan are just a power duo. Someone should have blocked the trade like CP3. But um, aside from that, I think uh, we really demonstrated our stuff. Uh, we didn't finish in the negatives. We finished far above that. And while we may have interrupted once or twice, it means we have passion. We have passion about the Zags, baby. And I'll close out with that. Absolutely. I just have one thing. I just want to clarify for our listeners. The way that we got 60 for that starting five, Jalen Suggs, number one. Joel Ayayi, number 11, Corey Kispert, 24, Anton Watson, 22, and Drew Timmy, number two. That gets us to 60. So that's all I have to say. Good game, boys. That was a ton of fun. Were there any, were there any uh, questions that were just like absurd or did you guys, did you guys learn anything throughout this process? The Eiffel rifle. The American dad reference. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was, that was good stuff. I enjoyed that. Good yeah. job. And Big that shout out to the out. game creators, Zane and Cooper. Oh, thank you. Coop, you did a great job. I wouldn't want to judge with anyone else, uh, but I'll turn it over to Paige now. Um, all righty. Well, actually, I think we have our first ad for the evening. Um, Zambi, what do we got for this evening? All right. So I was pretty tired today, so I had to kind of scramble for these before making my Taco Tuesday. They actually turned out great. But uh, at number one, in the theme of November, William Shakespeare, he wasn't all too fond of this month. Hailed as one of the all-time greatest writers of English literature, Shakespeare wrote 
154 sonnets, 37 plays, which are still mostly in production today. In all of the works that Shakespeare wrote, the month of November is not mentioned one single time. And that is the first ad from Zambi. Great ad, Zambi. Um, and we're going to dive into our next segment. Shouldn't take too much time here. Uh, quick recap of the NFL gauntlet. Nobody lost. Uh, so standings are the same as last week. Only I think uh, I only have one loss. Gilman has one loss. Dan has one loss. Uh, Zane and Zambi both have two losses. Uh, and then week 10, we're diving right into it. Um, Jake, who do you got for your first pick this week? Uh, let's see. I mean, I picked the Patriots this last week, hoping I would get a nice, easy win. Um, that there was a win. It was not easy, but I'm glad it happened. Um, let's go jets, baby. (laughs) Oh God. I'm looking around. There's, there's some rough games in here. And I think my strategy is I'm going to take the easier pick off the table and I'm going to take Steelers over Bengals. Ooh, even with Ben possibly out with the COVID list. Oh. Okay. All right. What? Fuck. <laughs> in. Lock in. That's it. Oh, Jake didn't do his homework. Lock no, in. I did not. <laughs> ben can't practice Jason, all Jason, week. Rudolph, we trust, baby. Ben can't practice all week. Maybe he's able to play. Stay tuned. <laughs> not. That's kind of a wild card pick there, Jake. Uh, I'm next, right? Number two to Zane? Yeah. All right. This is it. Extremely easy pick for me. I just, I'm getting to the next week here. When you have two strikes, it's just day by day, hour by hour, second by second. Saints over 49ers. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Oh, geez. I don't know if I like that. Um, What's broken? Yeah, the Niners don't have (laughs) like professional athletes on their team anymore. Uh, Jokes on you. I was just doing that to buy some time. (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, i think with my pick i don't think herbert plays well in humidity <laughs> we're going with the miami dolphins hard rock cafe stadium Let's i like go. the dolphins i like the dolphins i like the doll dude are the i don't know the about this humidity theory yeah, i don't know how much sample size we have herbert in humidity but are the dolphins like like legit right now they're gonna make the playoffs dude they're very young too like that team's not going anywhere for a while yeah oh no they they've uh they made some good good trades last year brian flores good coach and they and they i think they drafted well so but it it is a little bit wild when you have two strikes just in in theory to pick the dolphins (laughs) true well i was thinking maybe the seahawks but the Rams are favored by one and a half. So uh, he doesn't have confidence in his team. We're a cardiac kid team. <laughs> I don't want to go through that with my fandom and the three strikes. <laughs> hmm. I can either go real conservative here or I can take a little risk with one strike. I'm taking a risk with one strike. Give me the. <laughs> I freaking hate it when you do that. I don't think Wait, that's I don't think that's very risky, Dan. Raiders over the Broncos is your risky pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's riskier than what I could have done. I, I mean, minus five, I, like that's not that risky. No, but I could have done something as like thirteen and a half. 
I didn't. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Oh boy, this is my pick. Pick is to you, sire, and you're the sixth pick with one strike. Two strikes coming. God, this is just Tinkerville, it's... USA, right now. Tinkerville, USA. Picking from nothing here. Oh God, a lot of good teams already. Um, I think I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna go with my gut. Dan, make sure he hasn't picked a team either. Oh, I'm looking at the list right now. <laughs> now my list. Don't you worry. I'm doing my homework. The world is rooting against Justin Page right now. Wow. wow. We love hey, you know what? I'm riding with my pick here. My initial thought, my gut reaction. Give me the Buffalo Bills over my Cardinals. Good pick. I like that. Ooh. That's going to be a fun game. I'm scared of that game. <laughs> I'm scared of that game. Dude. I literally just saw a Snapchat of Dale and whatever that chick's name on The Bachelor is. This looks awesome. Claire. Claire. They Uh. suck. They suck. Okay, back to football. Zane, who's your pick? I I already went. We're done. That's it. If anything, now we have to go into Zamblin's corner and probably hear about that story (laughs) anyways. (laughs) Well, uh (laughs) – Welcome to Zambi's Corner this week. I was going to do a Zambi story time. Um, initially, <laughs> the one I drafted up doesn't really allow for our time constraints here, so I'll make it short and sweet. But uh, yeah, being in property management, you get to deal with a variety of things. Tenant relations is always an interesting one. Uh, most of the boys on here have had this. They've heard this story. Um, I'm not entirely sure. I wrote this out beforehand. <laughs> uh, basically, with COVID and everything, we have tenants losing their shit. I'll save the, the really juicy story for next week or maybe sometime sooner, but um, or it's not sooner or later. Anyways, this girl moves out. I go to the unit to check it out. And I'm like, okay, the door's locked, whatever. Enter the unit. See like this weird hieroglyphics covering the fan. She thought that there were spirits coming through it. There is a rug, a mattress, and an armed ADT system. And so from there... Starts going off, buzzing like a motherfucker, and rip the cord out of the, the thing. Doesn't work. Have to tape it up on hold with ADT for 10 minutes. It stops after eight. And that is a very condensed version of the story, but we'll keep it going. That is the end of Zambi's Corner this week. Well done. Well done, Zambi, as per usual. Now we're just going to close things out with other shit we're watching, and I'll hand it over to Cooper right here. Oh, quick breaking news. Boo, boo, boo. Do, 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 do. Wichita State and Greg Marshall are officially parting ways. What? Ooh. Oh. What is what? What's uh? He was under this... investigation, correct? Yeah, he's not yeah. abusing his players and coaches. Didn't he like hit a coach? He hit a coach or something, right? Yeah, and then I think verbally abused like multiple players. That breaking news brought to you by Verizon. God, he gets one big Jeopardy win and then starts just blasting crap on our podcast. I was looking at the Masters field, damn it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Dan just mentioned it, but we got the Masters this weekend, fellas. Probably the biggest tournament in golf and a little different this year, being in November, but doesn't change, you know, 
what what's to come. And, you know, my love of golf is just a love of Jordan Spieth. So hopefully he brings his A game. He usually does in Augusta. And yeah, I like to think that he'll, he'll finish off the leaderboard. Dude, Jordan Spieth hasn't been like relevant for like four or five years hey, now. Hey Zane, that doesn't fucking matter. Hey, what? <laughs> Whoa! Oh my goodness. Yeah, you know he may suck. You know every other tournament, but come Augusta, you know he's a he's a different player. I didn't know that would strike such a. Hey, that's his boy, man. That's his high school. That's that's like me repping John Carlos Stanton. Come on now. Oh God! Oh God! For real though, with the Masters, um, it, it's usually on like Easter. It's usually weekend, right, right after the NCAA tournament. Yeah, because yeah, I my favorite part about the Masters, and I, I'm not I like golfing. I don't know how much I actually like watching golf on TV. I always watch the Masters though. It's a Sunday. I always fall asleep on the couch, and then I wake up for like the last three holes, and that's truly a magical Sunday every single year for me. Um, I'm gonna do my best to experience that again this week. Um, but it's Sunday and there's NFL games on. So I don't know how much I'll watch the masters. <laughs> Probably not a ton, but you know, I'll, I'll get updates. Masters, <laughs> Turn on your notification without, uh, without patrons as they're so affectionately called at Augusta is going to be weird, man. Like there's literally not anybody on the course. They didn't like bring in, anybody there so it's just be the most quiet looking thing but hey it is the tradition unlike any other it's a new tradition this year but uh it'll be nice to uh see some putts rolling i mean i feel like golf is the one sport that can get away with no fans and you would notice it less are you yeah less than other not sports. the masters dude no way think th- think about like the iconic masters moments and like the roar of the crowd and all that you know all maybe Maybe we'll hear the roar of like the players now. I'll miss it. I'll miss it. You just hear the golf players. Fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> In your fucking face, Phil. What's Tiger always said? God damn it, Tiger. Damn it, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone think Tiger's going to repeat? No. Tiger's going to repeat. <laughs> let's, uh, should we, let's round table. Who do, who do we got winning? Oh, I, I always go with my boy Sergio Garcia from Espana. That's uh, he has guy. COVID. He's not he's not golfing this week, sir. Can't lose then, can he? <laughs> you know how many strokes he has? Zero. The research here is just incredible. <laughs> I was I was more uh, focused on the uh, Jeopardy on the Jeopardy today. I didn't didn't really have time to get to the Masters playfield yet. R- rightfully so. Anyone have anything intelligent to say about golf? Oh just my guy. My guy, Brooks. Bryson, Bryson DeChambeau. I kind of like him. Kind of an asshole, oh. but I don't know. So am I. Give me Kepka, the part of my take, boy. You're not rocking with uh, San Diego's star, Xander Shoffley, J. Page? Mm, no. We got beef. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is actually a funny story. Uh-oh. His, his dad – this has nothing to do with us. I actually don't know the kid. But his dad – I guess played soccer with my dad and it's like this old guy's league. Um, and his dad was from like Germany or something and thought he was just like the shit. And uh, yeah, my dad was laughing because he just saw him on the TV one time at like some tournament. And he's like, Hey, I don't know that asshole. <laughs> 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 I'm on the soccer field. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I love that story. 
Yeah. All right. I, I have picked my player actually. I'm going to go with uh, Mexico's finest straight out of Guadalajara ranked seventh in the world. Carlos Ortiz, maybe relation to Kevin Ortiz. I don't know, but that's what I'm going with. Distant. Carlos Ortiz never heard of him. Yeah. Ranked seventh right now. Ranked seventh uh, went to the university of North Texas, age 29, Guadalajara, Mexico. He might have just won the uh, the uh, prestigious Houston Open, but I didn't really pay attention to that. Ah, the ah, good Open, like Houston won. Jake You've spent way too much golf time. Takes here? Any golf uh, Any Justin any Thomas for me. Like him in. Zambi. Mute, mute, mute. Oh. All right, Zambi is going to take uh, Cameron <laughs> Champ. Zambi's going with Cameron Champ. That sounds like a Zambi guy. <laughs> He's going with Peyton Manning. He liked what he saw the last time. Tony Romo. <laughs> He's scri- I, I, wish, I wish we could see this. He's scrambling. Oh, okay. All right, Zambi. <laughs> Who are you taking? I'm taking DeChambeau, and if that's not allowed, John Rom. All right, oh, great picks. Not- John Rom's hole-in-one skipping through the water today. Was the most uh, unbelievable thing I've ever seen. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Great. <laughs> Did it go in? I thought it just got yes. close to the hole. It went, no, in. went in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was a hole in one. Unreal. <laughs> awesome. Did everyone make a pick? Coop, you're, you're uh, rocking with speed? Yeah, of course. You better Maybe after that freaking that? verbal attack on me. He better rock with speed. He's going to be the only fan at the Masters, judging <laughs> by that reaction. Yeah, def- I get a speed I'm definitely going to. You had a tattoo? What was that? What is that? I said, can I get a speed henna tattoo instead of a BYU one? Nope. Absolutely nope. not. <laughs> Don't change the rules. Nope. How about, how about oh, we'll, <laughs> I'm post jeopardy. I can do whatever what, I want. What if we double down on his henna tattoo bet? If Justin Spieth Jordan, wins the Masters. Jordan. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan oh, Spieth no. wins the Masters, he doesn't have to get a henna tattoo. But, but if he loses, like, doesn't get first. Oh, he has to get another one, a, a more visible one. Visible one. Saint Mary's on his back. Yeah. Uh, that's a risk I'm not willing to take. Oh, oh God! Oh. You guys are so soft. You guys won't make a bet. Come on, <laughs> fucking pot calling the kettle black right now. You gotta wager everything, dude. You gotta wager it all. It's part of the rules. <laughs> Oh, I'm the host. I'm the host of Jeopardy. I oh. make the rules. You were a bad host. Nope. I'm the best host. Nope. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, do we want to talk about college football a little bit? Right well, on. Well, what what I think we were talking about with college football is we're done with these big these big uh, big school games. We're done with watching Bama. With I mean, Wisconsin's coming back. That's kind of cool, but. I love these little undefeated teams, these no-name schools that are suddenly in the top 25. Coastal Carolina, Cincinnati, well, they're not that little, but they're not very good at football usually. Marshall, Liberty, I'm all on board with these teams. If you guys had to pick one of them, who would you pick? Give me Liberty. Yeah, give me give me yeah. Hugh Give me the Bearcats. Coastal Carolina, baby. Bearcats actually have a like off chance of making the playoffs if COVID decimates the SEC. Yeah, I'm rocking with the uh, Coastal Carolina Shanna Clears. 
Literally nice. no clue what a Chanticleer could possibly be, but I uh, couldn't be a bigger fan. It well, sounds I'm going... like some... Go ahead, Jake. Oh, I was saying it sounds like someone was trying to say Chandelier, but just didn't know the word. I'm going to go with the Marshall Thundering Herd. Just because I watched We Are Marshall recently, Matthew McConaughey, kind of gives a good speech at the end of the movie when they're at the cemetery. So, fuck it. We are Marshall. We are. But, but before Marshall, we are Zags, baby. Yes, we are. And to wrap this thing up, uh, our guy Chet Holmgren will be on ESPN2 at 5.30 Pacific Standard Time taking on Imani Bates before craziness. So if you want to get a little fill before the Zags take the court, uh, definitely recommend. I know I'll be watching. But with that being said, boys, any final notes? Well, just a quick question. Where is the – do our, our audience might want to know where to stream Craziness in the Kennel and at what time? Great question, Zane. Phenomenal. Um, so if you're in the Northwest, which I think most of our listeners, if not our, all are, um, you can stream it on Root Sports, I believe, 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. And I think if you're out of the Northwest, you can find it wherever. I know there's some websites streaming it. <laughs> I believe I SWX. Where am I watching this, JPage? I am, I am out of the Northwest. I need to watch this. Reddit. Or <laughs> I think it's gozags.com actually. Gozags.com tends to have the stream. Yeah, gozags.com. I believe I saw that. Well, uh, you, was someone watching? Um, did the Lady Zags have their? They, they did have their fan fest. I saw I, I saw clips tweeted out, but I didn't see where you could watch it live. Unfortunately, it was on SWX. Ah, so doesn't work for me out here. Ditto. So, well, look yeah. out, look on gozags.com. They kept saying just yeah. to look there for it. I think I think it will be streamed if you're out of the Northwest. There, beautiful. So. It's just the coaches and players, correct? They're they're not allowing anyone to stands, right? Because of COVID protocol. Yeah. Correct. It's gonna be a very quiet, sad looking kennel. <laughs> what? The ball will be bouncing, and the boys will be playing. You'll so see we, the ghost of Dan and Serpy walking the sideline, <laughs> trying to get the other ghosts pumped up. How and much do we? Pay, how much do we have to pay to get a, a cardboard cutout of Dan? I was just gonna court? say I paid for a cutout in my normal front row spot, so you'll see it there. Wait, Stop. you can pay for cutouts right hey, now? I'm completely kidding. Oh, oh. that did everyone <laughs> in the world? I think Dan's kidding. <laughs> I think <Dan> absolutely. <laughs> no, no, that's not a thing. <laughs> If, if they do I'm, I'm make cutout spots money. available. I'm kind of down the pool money some. in this group to have Dan be front and center. <laughs> <laughs> but we get to choose the picture. Ooh. No, no, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. We, yes, yep, we yep. do. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for me. <laughs> I'm going to go now. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, um, hey, good episode tonight. Looking forward to watching the Zags. See you all next week. Zambi has a word. Yeah, before we go, I'd just like to make a quick note. Today is the 10th anniversary of Dave Niehaus' passing. Absolute Seattle icon, probably our most memorable player we've had. Well, I guess he's an announcer, but one of the most recognizable guys. Great voice. Rest in peace. My, oh, my. Was that a nice tribute to him? Toodaloo. That was good. Later, gang. See ya. Back up.